0: Welcome back to the Press Pass, this is the Monday, May 2nd, good gosh almighty, it is May already, Kale Steed, episode 364, a big one coming at you, we're going to look at the uh, regional track meet results, 1A through 5A, baseball, softball, coaching news, but probably the most important thing is we got a special guest in here, Brennan Housen from Amarillo High, talking about his decision to stay at Villanova. Before we get started, let's thank our fine sponsors. That includes our title sponsor, Bar 3 Sports, Bar & Grill, Wilson & Hague, Certified Public Accountants, BSA Care Express Urgent Care, Andrus Brothers Roofing, The Canyon State Company, Texas Dodge, First United Bank, Sadler, Chapman, Howard Insurance Agency, Furman Family Companies, including Furman Land Surveyors, Geodata Spatial, The Depot Storage Solutions Center, The Red Box, Fat Boys Family Barbecue, and the hot dog hut, where maybe they need to add a Philly cheesesteak dog, something like that. Yeah, for the hoss. Yeah, the hoss caught the huss. There you go. Yeah. SKP Creative, the Mako Shopping Center, All Red Security Insurance Agency, Emerald National Bank, Bobby Doobie Motors, Drill and Fundraising, Madman Mentality with the Butcher Brothers, Kids Inc., Wellington State Bank, and Renee Butcher over at Edward Jones. Kale. Back-to-back sure. shows, so we're going to be worn out when this is over with. You know, we actually had one on Thursday. We're going to have one on Monday. Yeah, Seems like we haven't done that in forever. Yeah, are you okay? Maybe. You okay? We'll you're, not, see. you're
1: not chasing You're not chasing – well, you'll be chasing Cam next week.
0: And next week. I get a but, I get a yeah. reprieval. It's kind of nice. You
1: do. You're not no, chasing him this week. No,
0: nothing like uh, people chasing after Brendan Housen, but <laughs> – Right.
1: Yes. <laughs> a lot of people don't do that. Before we get this show started, they, hey, gotta, you know, i got to tell you, so, I was at regional Region 1-2-A track on, on Saturday. Gorgeous day. Unlike yeah, Sunday.
0: Gorgeous, yeah. It
1: was. It was. And You were at 1-1-A. And it got me a new buddy. So, Uh-oh. you know, at, at at the emerald Relays, you know, I've gotten to know um, Rob Schmicker and Sheena Schmicker at, at Panhandle really well. And their son Luke's a great kid. He's, I think, sixth, seven, no, seventh grader. Seventh grader. And he, man, he is dynamite smart for a seventh grader. I mean, I'm just baffles when i talk to him <laughs> and uh he's he came he became our buddy over at the emerald relays hanging out with all the media people and he did it again with us on saturday and then he became my photographer ben's right hand man saturday asking him all kinds of questions about the the camera i was cracking up too because luke's probably as tall as ben <laughs> so I have to take a shot there but i gotta give a shout out this and and luke i tell you man i wouldn't watch him play uh at Netplex yesterday, basketball seventh so grade man, that kid could go uh, between the legs, throwing layups, shooting the three, bloodlines. Yeah, exactly. He's a coach's kid, and you and you can see it, and, and a great and a great one at that. So I have to give him. I don't know how often they listen, but if they do, uh, I wanted to give him a little shout out because he's 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 a fun one to be around. At twelve years old, I think twelve years old, yeah, thirteen well, maybe.
0: Uh, that, that's awesome. Rob's a good guy. Raw oh, uh, so Sheena, so no, no and, and his wife. And, and I don't yeah. know his wife, but I do know Rob is a really good guy. So no surprise that his kid would be good.
1: Oh yeah, and, and he yeah he's and he's fun to be around. He's just, he just he can talk to adults really well, right? And, and I enjoy that because I've I've been around those kids, and I'm just a fan of that. And you just kind of get enamored with them. You know that <laughs> you've been around, and you just exactly oh, man these this guy's. He goes in fact at the Emerald Relays. I said, "What have you been doing, man?" He goes, "Well." I got on a text group the other day to my teammates. and said, "We need to get to the gym, get some shots up." Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Well, I would in seventh grade. I would be not. I probably went to the YMCA to play basketball, but <laughs> I never went and go. We need to go get shots up, <laughs> get better. We were just messing around."
0: You, you just said, "Hey, let's go home and uh, get on the Nintendo or whatever it is you had back then." Actually,
1: yeah, I, I wasn't ever that big a video player. I was more to Y or outside. Nah. I was an outside guy for sure. But I don't ever would have said the words like today's world, I would have never say it. I would have just never thought to get anything in order like that. That's amazing to me.
0: But let's That's get fantastic. the show Let's get
1: the show rolling.
0: Let's do it, man. And uh, we got a big guest right off the top, and so much news broke, I guess it's been two weeks ago when Jay Wright stepped down at the University of Villanova, which set off this firestorm for Brendan Hawson over at Amarillo High and is he going to go? Is he going to switch his allegiance? What's going to happen? You're getting texts. He's getting texts. The Lord knows what all he was getting, to be honest with there you,
1: you. go, man. If my phone was just busy, I can't imagine. He's eight times as worse as mine. Yeah. Because he's the guy. It, but you and I talked about it last week. It came down to patience, and it came down to being practical and taking the time to go to Villanova and talking to these guys, and he did. And he made a great decision.
0: So next up on the show is a guy who everybody in this area knows, and everybody wants to know exactly what he's thinking all the time. All the time. All the time. That would be Brendan House and the uh, Star Guard from Emerald High. Brendan, welcome in. Thank you. Thank you for having hey, me. Man, I
1: think this is our first, first third time guest here. That I means you're popular. Yeah. Popular. yeah this,
0: popular. this must be the first time I've been around you, though, that there wasn't people looking for your autograph.
1: <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> it's, it's a constant thing with Brendan. But he's head to toe Villanova, folks, so we know, we know where he's going. He's wearing his outfit today. Brendan, the the social media world today, and, and this wasn't a story. You could ask Craig this or me. This isn't a story 10 years ago. If an, if a coach left, I don't think anybody raises an eyebrow where you're going. Right. You're still going there. But today's world of social media and the transfer portal, the minute Jay Wright retired, stepped down, boom. I mean, you're, I'm sure your phone just,
2: just – it was madness. I mean <laughs> Again. And you're like, I already did this once. I already did it once and it was it honestly felt like a dream. It was a blur. These last few last few days, week and a half have just been like nonstop. I'm I'm exhausted. It's been crazy. Yeah. You know? So
1: yeah, you, you go I mean we see it. My phone even goes nuts because I think people you know, you know you and I know each other pretty right. well so and and then the Texas Tech thing, oh, he's, got, he's got to go to Tech now. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't have to. Let him be patient. He's an 18-year-old kid. I'm sure you were very patient with this again. Right. But was it weird to have to go, man, I'm making another decision?
2: Yeah, I was like, am I really about to go through a whole new recruiting <laughs> process the month before I'm about to move? Like, this can't be happening. I mean, I, I was so ready to play for Jay Wright. and I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I mean, it was just – boom so definitely unexpected and, and it was tough but you know we figured it out i guess that's the first question i
0: have for you is when the announcement came out that jay was stepping down how much before then did you know an hour a day <laughs> How? how uh,
2: i found out the same time everyone else found out uh i was actually in the middle of a workout i was in the swimming pool working out and i had just told my friend i was like Dude, I'm so excited! Like I'm about to play for Jay Wright. Like this is really about to happen. And I was like, he saw his time left. Like he has a chance to be the greatest coach of all time, if he's not already. And then, literally two minutes later, I look over and I get a text from someone. And then my dad calls, and all of a sudden Twitter and boom, boom, boom. And everyone, <laughs> all of a sudden, I have numbers texting me that I don't even know. And they're just like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, uh, I don't even know what's happening. Like I didn't even know what was going on. So. Oof. That was madness. Well, the
1: good thing is you and your parents, I think, handled it the right way. You were very patient. You didn't act on emotion. Right. So you decide, I'm going back to Philly. Yes. Um, Will Smith got out of Philly. You went back (laughs) to Philly. But talk about the trip. Obviously, Um, so you went up there to meet Kyle Neptune, the new coach. Right. Um, right.
2: So I went up there. Honestly, I just went up there with an open mindset. Of course, I I don't know. I didn't know Coach Neptune Neptune at all. Um, I knew he was on staff. Um, you know, for a long time before, and he has only been gone for literally 12 months. So he's a Villanova guy, and he left to take a, a head coaching job at Fordham. And so now he's back. And once I found out that the whole staff was staying, that was huge. And I also found out that, you know, Coach Wright is still going to be, you know, basically coaching from behind now, an assistant, and still going to be there. He just doesn't want to be the guy that's all up in us all the time. He wants to basically be more of a friend and a, in a, a helper to us at that next level and i think coach neptune is going to bring great energy to that program um you know and the tradition at villanova it's not just jay right and then done no this has been a long a long long time and so i think that that's always going to be and it's about the it's about the, the program and the players that, that really take that to the next level so the group of guys that's there is unreal and i can't wait to be a part of that you know
0: How nervous were you on that trip up there knowing maybe I need to make another decision? And then how relieved were you once you got there, met Kyle Neptune, and and felt like things really haven't changed?
2: Um, Yeah, so going up there, like, obviously, like, I wasn't set in stone. I was like, there's a chance that I go up there, and it might not be the same. Like, it could be different. So I was, you know, I was seeing it from from both angles. But also, at the same time, I realized I chose Villanova for more than just going to play basketball. And – once I got up there, and I got up to feel Coach Neptune out and really talk to him, and then again be around the staff and the players, just reassured me even more on why I chose Villanova. So, after it was all said and done, I mean, weight off my shoulders. I'm excited. It's it's gonna it's gonna be great. Yeah. What
1: was the conversations with Coach Wright? Because he'll be there. So right. in he, a, in a con, c- kind of kind of like Bob Stoops as a, yep. as a AD kind of role. Right.
2: right. So. I actually got to go to lunch. I I spoke with Coach Wright on the phone. Like, when everything was going on, I didn't get to talk to him much, but he addressed the team and then talked to me. But it wasn't long. And then I actually got up there and I got to go to lunch with him for, I think, probably an hour. And then we talked for two hours. So it was just me and him. And it was refreshing and I understand more. And I understand where he's coming from. Um, you know, it's just – it was so hard on him because he's—I mean, he's been doing it for 21 years. And, you know, coaching, that's never easy, especially at that level and the the fame and the, the levels he's reached. I mean, it was so hard because you've got everyone, everyone pulling on him, and he's tired. And he, and he almost told me that he feels like he has to be perfect, and it's going on to the guys where they have to be perfect, and that's not what he wants. And he's so tired that he felt like he was only 70% this year. Wow. And the, in the past, he's never – he's usually the guy that's the energy, energy, energy. And this year he just said something was off ever since the Olympics. And so he got back and he was like, well, I'm going to have to retire at some point. And so, I mean, he just felt felt that he was ready. And, again, he just didn't want to be – he basically didn't want to half A. it Like, it wasn't fair to the guys. It wasn't going to be fair to the recruits. So he – honestly, I mean, he was – a team player, I guess. And so he's stepping back and going to take a different role. And so I think it's honestly even going to be better now because he's going to have time to actually talk to us, work with us, connect with other people, and then come back to us. And it won't be like he's all up in us 24-7, go, 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 go. <laughs> so I understand where he's coming from. Being a coach's kid, like that life is that life is hard. And so, I mean, what a great career he had. And, of course, it, it, it sucks not getting able to – play for him but just to be in his presence and be around him and get to get some knowledge from him is going to be unreal you talked about being a
0: coach's kid and and we look at how things are today safe to say that the change in college athletics has really worn on him over the last several years
2: um it's it's new era it's tough but i mean i understand like again he said it it was gonna it was gonna have to happen at some point and i mean 21 years and I guess I mean now is perfect time. So I, I know it's it's been a wear and tear on him, and, and it's different now. So, but he's, he gets a new role, and I think it'll be like he said. He thinks it'll be really good for him, and, and really good for our program.
1: How many text messages did you get, or or DMs that said? Or are you going to Texas
2: Tech? Uh, too many. I haven't even <laughs> opened a, half of them. Too many, and even the Villanova fans. I hope you stay. I want you to stay. I'm mean, just. Oh yeah, No, you know,
1: Craig and I talked about that. We we, we wanted you to stay. Right. You got a great chance at a great. I mean, they're still going to be elite. Right. There's no doubt. So you leave when?
2: Uh we're looking at I think May 26th, so two days after I graduate. I graduated on May 24th. That's nuts. Soon. And so yeah, that was the main thing. I was like, Well, I'm supposed to leave in a month and <laughs> now I'm like, Well, where am I gonna go to school?
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you had a whole world shift for about yeah. forty eight
0: hours. Man. It was brutal. It, 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 describe who Kyle Neptune is to you compared to
2: Jay Wright. Um I mean honestly, I didn't I, I, I just now started my relationship with Coach Neptune. But from the time I was up there and the time I was on the phone with him, like the energy he brings is gonna be, you know, huge to us. Again, him being a Villanova guy, I mean, sure it's going to be a little bit different because it's, of course, it's not, it's not Jay Wright and Coach Neptune's the head guy, but you know he was honest, um, he was just, he was real honest, pure, and I mean, it was this, it almost felt the same as when I first decided I want to go to Villanova. Like things are going to be the same. Coach Neptune's not going to let that program, you know, go anywhere. that You know, that's not supposed to. Like Coach Neptune is first class, and he's been a part of that, and so anytime you know someone's been a part and and again with the group of guys, it's going to be going to be special. So I'm excited, you know, to keep keep building that with Coach Neptune, and, and honestly start uh, a new era at Villanova for him and, and with that group of guys.
1: And there was only three in the class, right? You. Yeah, there's
2: me, Mark Armstrong, and Cam Whitmore. That's what I thought. There's only three of us. Has, they didn't have too big a headache with right. people coming in. No.
1: Well, Brendan, we appreciate the time, man. We wanted to get in here. I know people had a lot of questions. Are right. you going? Are you staying? why you're staying, so we wanted to clarify that with a lot of folks. Plus, we just like having
0: you on, man. Right. Thank we, you we're guys. a big fan. I, I do have one last question <laughs> okay, for Greg, you. One, go one, go one last on. question. I'm to right. get this one in here. I don't want you to reveal who, but just how many other Division One coaches reached out to you in this interim.
2: Um, so, technically, they couldn't reach out to me, but they could reach out to the high school, my high school coach and to people around me. So there was probably over – Twenty, twenty-five. It was <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Just curious. And that's that's what I quick. figured was the case. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs> yep. That All right, brother. Nice. Appreciate you guys. No, appreciate you,
0: you, man.
1: man. Well, uh, happy graduation soon.
0: It's always well, always great to have Brendan in here.
1: Man, he's he's he, that. You talk about another one, a, a kid that can talk at the adult level, and and he does it. He's well spoken. You can tell he's been interviewed a million times. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be that good at this age, and he's great at anything he does. Basketball on the floor, off the floor. He's got the
0: it. Does he not? He, he does. He and makes.
1: A, he had a pearl necklace on in here. People can't see. He made that look good. He made that look good, Craig.
0: Well, <laughs> maybe.
1: He's smooth, man. <laughs> he is. But, but
0: you know, he talked about when when he found out the news. He was in the pool. I don't think people realize, that as many times we've we've talked about it how committed he is and how. Much he puts into getting to where he was at. It it didn't happen by accident.
1: No, it you know, and I talked to Corey Cooper, um, former Merrell High coach, and you know she was recruited hard and ended up going to Nebraska to be one of the best players. It's probably one of the greatest volleyball players out of here, out of this area. She's like, I wouldn't even have known what to do in May if the Nebraska volleyball coach would have left at that time. What? No, I, you know, right. I can't even put myself in those shoes. What that kid was thinking. You know, when Wright stepped down, I mean, your whole world flips. Oh, yeah. But 10 years ago, or a Corey's, even Corey's day, that was 15 years ago, nobody bats an eye. She's still going to Nebraska. Right. Publicly, right? Nobody bats an eye at that. Now? Everybody sees that.
0: Oh, my goodness. I mean, it in such a microcosm of it is the news that came out yesterday from Kevin McCuller. He takes and says, if I don't go to the NBA – I'm committing to either Kansas, or I think that was Gonzaga's uh, mascot. He only had the mascot up there.
1: Yeah, it was Kansas-Gonzaga.
0: And I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there thinking, let's say he doesn't go to the NBA. And let's say he goes to Kansas. This is a guy that was loved at Texas Tech. What happens when he shows back up at Tech? I asked my brother-in-law. I said, what do you do? He goes, you're booing. Yeah. But I'm like... But yet, he was so endeared to the fans. and they he, was all, a, he was a
1: fan favorite. Yeah. I, it, it,
0: it's nuts. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah,
1: That's what this is now.
0: It's, it, it's free agency 24-7. You saw Terrence Shannon Who's got left? the most money for me?
1: Yeah, and you're, you're looking at what Tech's doing right now with Mark Adams and, and Rick Cooper and those guys. They're getting long. Oh. Players, defenders.
0: Yeah, the kid from Utah Valley State. Oh,
1: Ooh, they're getting guys. I was glad to see Terrence Shannon hit the bricks. I, well, go, I go was to, too. go to Illinois. Yeah, I mean, color. I hated it away because I thought he was. He's like you said. He was such a favorite. But who knows? Could he? Could he get on the floor with these guys the way they're coming in? I
0: don't know. Yeah, like, I don't either. It, it's interesting. Very anyway,
1: interesting. Appreciate Brendan coming in. We always enjoy having him. We're not going to get him much anymore. We'll have to have now. I have to go to start going through an SID. <laughs> And I just hate that because I know this dude. But, yeah, uh, awesome to always have him in here.
0: Definitely. We do appreciate him uh, coming in whenever we we need him to come in. Let's get to some other news and notes real fast before we get into uh, track and field. And that has to do with coaching news. Uh, A big one, Connor Copley named the Bushland boys basketball coach taking the reins from Kendall Cockburn.
1: Great hire. Easy hire too, especially geographically correct, Right. Ten miles down I I-4 forty I forty, right? He didn't
0: even have to move.
1: No, and he lives at Amarillo. So yeah, he, he's not <laughs> moving. And all he does is take his stuff off his office desk at Wildero, bring it over to Bushland. There,
0: there you it. go. There you go. It's real simple.
1: No, what a what a great hire. I think you and I talked about this a couple of few podcasts ago when Kendall took this job, who's a replacement? He was one of our three names. There's no doubt about it. He was on my he was on the top of my list uh t- the minute I heard Kindle left, and what a what a home run by Josh Josh Reynolds.
0: Yeah, I know. that was an easy one, and and I think it was just a matter of does Connor want to come here? Well, let's make things work, and that's exactly what happened. He's
1: got that lineage, he's got that family lineage, and in, in a, he's got he's built this program from Will Dorado from nothing, turned him into a, a playoff contender. I hate they got a little villainized in the playoffs last year. Had nothing to do with them as it did with the refereeing at the end of that game. But he still got him to the regional tournament at the end of the day. So the last two years, took him three rounds, took him four rounds. Making progress. Now he's going to go to a place that has just pure athletes all the time. Maybe not just straight basketball players, but athletes that know how to win. And that makes all the difference in the world, especially with a guy as smart as Connor.
0: Yeah, definitely. And in a district that, for the most part, when it comes to basketball, you should be highly competitive in all the time.
1: And for folks uh, wondering we will we'll have we will have Connor in on our on this podcast coming up this week. So stay tuned for Thursday, man. It'll be a good interview with Connor Copley. Also, I want to catch you up on the Childress situation. A lot of people wondering about who's children's football coach going to be.
0: Hey Cale, who's children's <laughs> football coach going to be?
1: Well, I can't. I can't release names here. That's not Man, my. I, I, come on. At the high school, how level, good are
0: you? What, this. This I is know. our podcast, dude.
1: I know. And at the high school level, it's just it's just disrespectful to the kids, and the community, and those coaches in it. But I can not tell you this: four, and a possible fifth. I can confirm four are interviewing Wednesday. This Wednesday, I bet you a decision's made by Friday for who their coach is. I don't know if they're released that Friday, but knowing the small town of Childress, that'll get out there pretty fast.
0: I started saying they may not have a uh, press release, but uh, it'll get released. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: But anyway, four coaches. Two, one, one, two from the South Plains, one kind of fringe on the uh, big country area, an assistant on staff, and then one from North Texas area. Small, small school in North Texas. So all four names are legit. Can't go wrong with any four of them. Interesting. And if there is this fifth that I'm just going to say has been rumored since day one that I can't get a hold of. Then uh, this, that'll be good too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just go back and listen to former podcasts, and you might be able to figure that one out. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> so, can't confirm that one. So that that will be very very interesting. Other news: Emma Troxel, the star basketball player out of Bushland, has committed to ACU.
1: What a great what a great commit! You know, TCU was on her, Mark Kellogg at SFA, but when it came down to it, Emma uh, uh Texas Tech's been on her, West Texas A and M. End of the day. Uh, talking to her dad, Chad, it just came down to education. Uh, what, what's going to be best for her education going forward? I Christian is the place for her, for her degree plan, but also to be a great basketball player, and that's what she is. And a great home, what a great move for Emma. And glad she got it out of the way. She's a junior, now she can enjoy her senior year and just go play.
0: Exactly. I, th- I think that's really, really and big.
1: C- congrats to Hot Dog Hut, Mako. Barry Felder. Exactly. Yeah, that's his granddaughter. Exactly. So congratulations to him and the Trucksville family. I know it's an exciting day yesterday.
0: Most definitely. Well, let's get to it. Let's talk about regional track and field. They were going on from 1A to 5A uh, from the Texas Panhandle down into the South Plains. And, you know, we could start anywhere. But to be honest with you, I want to start in Class 2A because that's where you're at. And, you know, several weeks ago, you and I talked about when you look at records in the Texas Panhandle, we talk, I, I said something to you about, I can't believe, and I forget the name now. It, I've tried to think about it for the last 24 hours. From Amarillo High, there was a name on there from 1984, and I remember telling you, how good is somebody when your record is still there from 1984? Well, that's what brings me to Class 2A and our girl Mackie Land, who is a stud to begin with. And you look at what she did in the 200 meters. She runs a 23.87 which beats a record from 1986. I didn't know how to say the last name back then. I don't know how to say it now. Tanya Liddy. Liddy, okay, of Pampa. Wow, that's impressive how good Mackie Land is.
1: Exactly. I want to thank John Mark Ballew, who was at the 2A meet, two for this stat, because at one point at the Globe News, there were records, right? At one Globe, at the Globe News, there was, art, there was archives, and we knew we could find everything. Now... Good luck. I don't know where any of that stuff is, and it's sad. And we need to rebuild. Lance and I have been talking about this, talked to John about it Saturday. We need to re- rebuild all the records, right, like sports records around here of, of, right. of, of, of everything. But John Mark, right when Mackey got off the track, John Mark walked over and goes, Tanya Liddy, 1986 out of 24-1. I'm like, wow, how do you remember? It? He just, you know, this is one <laughs> of those things. So I want to thank John Mark Blue for, for that fact. Mackey Land – Put on a show Saturday, and you knew it was coming. Now she's the kind of athlete I think drives coaches crazy because she turns it on and off when she wants. She'll go to Abernathy and just man, eh, you know, and and run, but right. not run. So she picks and chooses when she's going to run. So Saturday she knew it was going to be a display, regional, great weather, big crowd. So she's like, I'm going to put on the, you know, I'm going to st- I'm going to steal this thing, and she did. She and did. She did it in a hurry on her 400. She and you got to remember. She's not running the sprint relay of the 800. She's running the back end of a track meet, which with what? About every other race. Right. Like 400 to 200 of the mile relay. That's a lot. It in is. a short, short amount of time.
0: Yeah, I know. And that's what impresses me. And we'll get into that in 1A when we get there. But the ability, and you see it, I think, more at the small school level where these athletes run a race, go get a cup of water, and they're running another race. And you're like, wait, I just saw you out here. And not only do they win, they impress. That yes. that's what to me is 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 mind-boggling.
1: And you look at Mackie, I mean, just the the physique. And I'm, I mean just the shoulders and and just there's not an ounce of fat. I'm just ripped. And she runs smooth. I mean, it's just so just smooth and it, and it's a it's elite and it's not like anybody around here right now.
0: The the difference between a Texas Panhandle athlete who's running and is talented Versus one who can do it effortlessly shows up so much when the two are competing against each other, because a the one doing it effortlessly is almost always going to win because you can tell that they just have that it factor, and the other one's trying their best but you can just see that they don't have what the elite athletes got.
1: Yeah, it is. So she goes 54. She set you know PR. 54.98 Fifty-four ninety-eight in the four hundred for her first goal. Then put on the uh, then had the Panhandle record of twenty-three eighty-seven in the two hundred, and then just to top it off, Craig in the mile. So she, she takes the stick with probably a twenty-meter lead on Brenna Butler at Groover, and by the backstretch was was gone. Waving. Oh, Joe, just gone. Poor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Brenna's a great runner. Yeah, Brenna Butler's good, but boy, bren i mean, she she was eating dust. By the time where Mackie was, that, it was just that. That's just how incredible she is. And then she guts it out. So her coach Corby Maurer caught her at about the the two hundred meter mark. and says if you go right now, you can ba- break four. And guess what she did?
0: Off she she goes. turned it
1: on, and then they go three fifty eight.
0: That is, uh, that is amazing. Uh, also, in that track meet, uh, we'll stay on the girls' side real quick, Kyla Kane. I, I was surprised at the stats. That's the first regional gold she's gotten. That stunned me.
1: Oh, me too. Last year, Groover's Delaney Weaver got her. And so you think about how decorated Kyla Kane is. Three-time cross-country state champion, three-time like district MVP in basketball, been in the regional tournament every year in basketball. Won, two, like, won a state title and track already, but never won a regional? I know. She told me that, and I was like, are you sure? <laughs> you
0: know? I, I don't think you're remembering right, Kyla. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that, see, that stunned me. See, so not, not only does she get gold in 800, she says, what the heck, I'll get it in the mile as well. So she goes from getting no golds to two golds in one meet.
1: And again, wasn't close. I mean, set the pace early. Ran ran basically by herself and kicked when she needed to, and she looked good doing it. So those were the two highlights. Besides the Panhandle Girls Relay, uh, Avery sides uh, you know, as the uh, anchor leg, and you have Sydney eighty too. Sydney eighty is the uh, second leg, I think, on the 800 relay is a beast. And then you take a uh, Avery sides running. She won the she's down the stretch won the sprint relay. I mean, Panhandle Girls have a chance to go down and win it again.
0: Yeah, no, that is impressive, and, you know, uh, you look at it, Hadley Gomez had a good meet, Brenna Butler had a good meet. Hadley Gomez
1: had a great meet. You talk about an overlooked athlete. Hadley Gomez is an overlooked athlete. She's from Wellington. Kyla gets all the pub. Hadley is is so steady at everything she does.
0: No, that is impressive there. Moving to the boys' side, our guy Landon Hack, which does not surprise me, had one heck of a track meet. He – anchors the 4x100 gold, he, anch- he anchors a 4x200 silver for Panhandle, and then bring home the gold in the mile relay and-, and does this in impressive fashion in doing it.
1: Every time he took the handoff, and you see him, have you seen David Davis's video on uh, Channel 4? Yes. Of, of, he co- and that's what it looked like at the finish line. Here comes, uh, I think, Christoval in first, and you're like, oh, man. And then all of a sudden, boom, here comes Landon. Every time he took the handoff, I think he was a fifth. And he slipped coming out of the, out of his break there in the sprint relay and still turned it on. Does he look like a grown man running? I mean, look how big that dude is.
0: Landon Hack has looked like a grown man since eighth grade. That's
1: true. <laughs> he's massive. Let's just be honest, and, the, and, and running with that weight. I know. He's learned to do it. That's a lot of weight.
0: I, I You know, the one thing about him that stuns me is – We've not heard more from Division One coaches chasing him in football.
1: I agree. I don't know what I don't know what it is, but he's 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 got to start picking up
0: something. Here. You would think it's, I. Yeah. There there is no way that this guy shouldn't be on a Division One roster. There's right. no way. I may, maybe I'm missing something, but I just don't see. I, to me, he should be on there. Uh, also, from that meet, what about Braden Freeman at Sanford Fritch? Somebody nobody has heard about until you mentioned him about three weeks ago, and what's he do? He takes the one hundred and the two hundred at the one two a meet,
1: yeah, he didn't run a great one hundred I think it was eleven one, but he got out to a great start didn't didn't finish well, but two hundred ran two twenty two three you know he ran really well in that one. I love it. we never get Sanford Frisch doesn't get a lot of a lot of pub around here, right They haven't had a lot of success and a lot of things, so to see Sanford Fritch. Finally, kind of getting some recognition is something that's fantastic to me. It's kind of like Lula Nolan, the thirty two hundred meter runner from West Texas High, you know another school that just doesn't get the pub because they're just not you know right now their programs are kind of down. so to see Braden Freeman and Lula Nolan, people like that kind of come out of nowhere. I mean Bovina had a kid win the four hundred I think it was, and I was like, "Whoa,
0: yeah Miguel Lopez, <laughs> yeah,
1: Miguel Lopez i was, I did not see that coming. So, so that's that was awesome to see. We had a few upsets in, that, and a few just great, you know, races on on Saturday.
0: Yeah. Oh, and oh, by the way, he can not only play football, but he can run track. Mark, uh, Mark Ramirez, Ramirez, yeah, my man, he, headed to uh, state in a couple of different things. Got to there w-
1: got the wild card in the one tens, and then just exploded, goes uh, sub forty thirty nine in the uh, three hundred. What a great dude! I, I catch him every time off the finish line, and we, I love seeing. I love talking to him.
0: Yeah, that's five thousand
1: awesome. yard dude track star, and he and you talk about Beast too. You know, he I mean he's
0: yeah, he's ripped, man. Yeah, that it dude, definitely. He, he's just
1: a great kid overall.
0: Definitely. You know. Well, speaking of records, too rec- bad he had
1: to play for Coach Profit.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we we all have things in life we have to go through. <laughs> just getting great. Speaking of records, let's move up to Class 3A, where Brennan Thompson oh. put oh. on a show, throwing up the Hook'em Horns as he's running through. You know, he runs a 10 2 in the prelims and the hundred-meter dash. He comes back in the finals and wins it in a 2 9 but then in the two hundred meters. He breaks a record that Delt Cockrell held. Cockrell, the stud sprinter from Panhandle, man, as good as you had Del- around him.
1: Was Delt pretty fly for a white guy or what?
0: He was very fly for a white guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he could fly
0: Oh, as a white guy. he could. Well, Thompson breaks his record. It stood since 2002 running a 21 flat in the 200 meters.
1: He did, and he had it He had it Friday, and he pulled up. If you watch the video, he's flying, and he, he was so far out, he just kind of, eh. <laughs> I'll take the breaks off and do it tomorrow. I need some fun tomorrow. I need something to do. <laughs> How about Friday, though? You know, he had the meet record last year at 10 8 And here he comes Friday and just, just – did he make that 10-2-2 look just, just like he was just floating in air? Right. Then he throws the hook him up. And and people wondering, the 10-2-2 fully automatic time is the best time he's ever had. People are like, he, he popped the 10-1 off in Canadian. I think that was hand-timed. So this 10-2-2 is the, the best time he's had yet. Unbelievable. 10 2 is getting it. <laughs> getting it. So, And I'm I, sure he's, he's still got something left.
0: At my age, I might be able to run a ten 2 in the 40.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. It's he, flying. 10-2. What was really cool is Doug Cockrell texted me on Friday and said, Hey, man, he's, he's right there on my record, and I hope he gets it tomorrow. Right. I can't believe I still have it. And we talked a little bit. Del talked to his mom and talked to Brennan. Said, "Go get it." How classy is that? No, it, it very go m- get it, man. Very much so. is.
0: I know his brother, and uh, it, I'm sure he's as classy as his brother is. So yeah. that that's that's an awesome thing to see. Well, uh, then they
1: texted Saturday because he went and got it. Went to got the, he went 21 flat Saturday, and I know they texted a little bit Saturday.
0: That's so. awesome. That is awesome. Other uh, news from the boys' side: uh, Jeb Garnett. Not only can he play tennis, the guy can run some 110 hurdles. He gets gold there. Eric Grosso, and you brought this name up, Kovol. Yeah, he's gold, else,
1: man. Sixteen three.
0: Uh, yeah, that that's up there. That is up there. Yeah. I mean, that is not a small record.
1: Also, let's finish up the boys. You know, we were all looking forward to that mile relay, and Childress gets second behind Sonora in a great race. I think it was all three twenty three. Canadian gets the wild card right behind Childress. I think they were like a tenth off. So I went Sonora, Childress, Canadian, all. Three twenty two, three twenty three, three twenty three, and three an, an a. That's that's impressive times, very impressive times. So, congrats to all that guys. Like I think it was Creek Churchill, Lamont, Nicole, Mary on those on that mile relay team. I can't remember the other two. I'm, I apologize, but those are the names that pop up to me.
0: Jacob, Daniel, and Mark Willis. Thank you,
1: thank you, Jacob. Did I think Mark Willis is the anchor leg of that team? So, congrats to those guys getting out. And on the girls' side, Craig. Before we talk about anything, how about Braylon Losby? Sophomore at Spearman.
0: Oh, she's impressive.
1: She is, man. She runs
0: – She's got great lineage too.
1: Very. her, <laughs> Yeah, her dad, Michael, man, one of the best players I've ever seen at the high school level, 1999. I know he blew us Canadian Wildcats out of the water <laughs> one year. So, you know, yeah, that guy could go.
0: He could. Play. Mom, Mom could w- play a little bit of volleyball.
1: She could. And, they, you know, both WT stars. Uh, both ended up being at WT. So, yeah, she does. And she runs – she's like Avery Winfrey. Runs the 800 – and the 300
0: hurdles those are i always find that a little those are just seems like odd combinations right. but you see a lot of them do it she gets gold in the 800 silver and the 300 hurdles just an impressive performance from her what about the children's girls four by one four by two double gold
1: shock of the day to me i, I would have put bushland girls in the, in the gold medal of the sprint relay any day children's girls come out and run a fantastic two races almost got out in the mile relay too and then the Bushland girls follow up with a silver in the hundred sprint relay, and then the mile relay get out in the silver. Then how about Jesse Fowler, uh, Bushland also hundred meter uh, winner, held off Samantha Crable of Canadian who got second. And then our girl Jillian Howe, what'd she do? She throws a shutout on Thursday in the uh, by district playoffs. Yeah. Travels down, travels down Friday. Wins regional shot. No big she, deal.
0: She didn't even have to put on her Superman cape for that one. No,
1: she didn't. <laughs> her and Maddie Boyd put on a great display. Maddie Boyd, a Canadian, as we all know, going to WT to play basketball. She threw 40. So what an event that was. Three A girls.
0: Now that was. Uh, How about
1: the kid Nathan Jones, though? I want to talk about this kid from Brock. Okay. Good God. He, <laughs> dude, he threw 63.
0: that That's the tight end headed to Minnesota, if that's I remember That's him. Correctly. It is him.
1: Thank you. That is him. There's him, and there's that other kid. Who was the other one? I don't think Cash.
0: Uh, Cutter Wilson. Cutter
1: Wilson. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Nathan Jones. I'm looking at the results, and I'm like 63-2. I'm like, holy. Yeah. Holy, and then he goes 170-something in the disc. This is a grown man.
0: <laughs> and he plays tight end. How does that scare you? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, what a <laughs> dude, what a dude. That is oh.
0: impressive. Well, speaking of dudes, let's talk about a, I guess you would say a dudette in yeah. Class 4A. A, I'm, I know you're stunned that Canyon Girls won that meet.
1: Yeah, I was i was upset
0: of the year. It was. Yeah. Not. What'd they have
1: 250 <laughs> points. It's
0: something like that. You know, everybody else said, uh, well, we're, we're trying for second here. Avery Winfrey uh, puts on a heck of a show. She wins 800 meters, 300 hurdles, and then she anchors the 4x400 gold.
1: You know what I loved about Avery Winfrey that day, though? And I wasn't there, but I watched David Davis' video uh, when she's running the 800. And the first thing she did when she crossed the finish line was turn around to see where her teammate Avery Brown was. And Avery Brown got second, and she was more happy about Avery Brown coming with her to state than she was winning the meet. That's went awesome. in the 800 and if you want go watch if you, if you guys follow David Davis on Twitter the minute Avery Winfrey crosses that finish line her head just bounces back to look for Avery Brown that was really cool
0: that really was cool uh also uh stars in in that meet uh Cashley Dickinson she gets the meet and panel area record 13 to six you know the she's pole doing bowl. that every
1: week now she's, she's just like, even Lance said she just what she got 136 I'm good today mm-hmm i'm gonna call it
0: that's crazy hannah stewart double gold in the mile and the two mile whitney williford gets a long jump gold
1: 18.6 yeah on her like last jump
0: oh yeah she, she's a heck of an athlete. She is. She's kind of, you know, you look at it, and you got Avery Winfrey, you got Mackie Land. She gets kind of lost in that, but she's as good as we got around here. She really is. She is as
1: she, she good. And then Jordan Lacey for Pampa. What a kind of a great story there. I don't think Pampa's gotten anybody out in a long time.
0: A really long time. Yeah. He wins the long jump uh, in the gold, gets the gold there. And then this Dumas-Mile relay, we talked about them Whoa. last time. And, and, hey, you know what? They backed it up. Emmanuel Ibanez, Braden Boggs rushing, Juan Romero, and then Oliver Ortiz. On the anchor leg, they fly to gold in the mile relay. Three
1: nineteen, not their best, but hey, it didn't matter about your best that day. Just, just get there. I can't wait to see how fast they run at the state because that's where you can go.
0: Oh, especially when you get pushed. It, it pushed. is amazing what yes. athletes do when they get pushed. Speaking of getting pushed in Class 5A, this is exactly what happened to the Amarillo High boys relay team. Uh, they get a four by one hundred silver which just seemed to fuel them.
1: Yeah, piss them off.
0: Uh, it did. And so they go out and get gold in the 4 by 200 Same guys on that one, Xavier Landry, Tyrese Molden, John Quarius Irvin, and Jameson Garcia. And I got to tell you, Tyrese Molden is a guy that I don't—I didn't hear anybody talking about when track season started. He's a star now. This
1: dude's come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And he's always been a great athlete. We knew that, but we didn't know he was this fast. He's really come on. He's healthy, bringing his speed. But, you know, Emerald High set another school record. I think with the forty-one-three in the in the in the sprint relay and got and didn't Ryan's like just unbelievable. I <laughs> Think was a forty, <laughs> you know, just wow. just that good. So they're like, okay, you are going to be us here. We're going to come back, and they were they were mad. You see, Lance Lawners, Oh yeah, movie? they were mad. They were like, okay, let's go. So they, they took did. it personal. I thought that was very impressive it with was. that relay team. They, you know, they scratched Jameson Garcia from the hundred because he I think he prelimed seventh. So I think they're like, okay, this is our better chance here to right. just get him out. In the 800 relay. And, and they did another Take it two relay teams to state. What was more sad to see, though, was the Emerald High girls. I, I really expected to see two or three get out. I think Bree Mixon got hurt, had a scratch from the 100. And, you know, it just didn't go the way they wanted. But I was really was as deep as they are. I really expected to see Emerald Hyde there.
0: Well, and it's not something that you always see from them. They're usually right there.
1: Yes, yes, yeah.
0: And so uh, –
1: I hate that for Brie because she was running 11-9. Yeah. And that's flying in girls.
0: That That is uh, – uh, don't want to be remiss. We talked about Tyrese getting the 200-meter gold as well. I thought that was impressive. Isaac McGill.
1: 21-25, by the way.
0: Exactly. Isaac McGill, he's a stud. Oh, uh, man. Takes silver in the mile and then – what, 9.19 in the two, 9.15 in the two-mile. Yeah. 9.15 in the two-mile.
1: Machine Gun McGill, man. he wow. was get, He was getting it. What a great dude. Oh. Anyway. That, but, but Isaac is. But, yeah, he, I'm glad to see him going into events. He's been working for this, and that's all he's been working for all year. And then probably the bell cow this whole meet coming from Randall Cameron McConnell. And she only ran two races. I thought she might run three. They had stuck her in two because they knew she'd dominate. <laughs> and – Boy, did she dominate, Craig?
0: Oh, she did. So she wins the uh, 800 meters in 2:09. That's impressive, and then takes the mile. Says, "What the heck? 4:48." Wow, that is that is something. Uh, as as a way to put that into perspective, Brandon Passman, who runs at Guthrie, he's in Class A. He ran the mile at the 1A meet, and I think it was 437. She's 11 seconds off of that. That's
1: not bad. <laughs> oh, my. god, Because Brandon
0: Passman's going to the University of Alabama. Wow. So, yeah. you tell me how good Cameron McConnell is. Yeah,
1: she's be at Oklahoma State, making a name for herself. Then Alex Batag rounded it out for Randall. And Randall's just having a fantastic track season on the girls' side overall. I and mean, I really thought Kaylee Benton might get out. Unfortunately, she didn't. Alex Batag second in the 110 hurdles. Uh, great year for her, so she'll go on. To state again. And, and, and let's finish it up in 1A.
0: Yeah. And it, well, and before we get out of 4A, just real quick shout out to, uh, is it Aria Gomez? Aria? Aria. Aria Gomez. Aria uh, Gomez. Get, getting to state both in the one mile and the two mile. That's impressive She as won the well. two mile, did she? I think so. I right. believe that's right. Uh, now finishing it up in 1A, and the Miami girls were the uh, talk of this one. Four girls, and they win the meet with it. Anna Hudson, the star there. She gets gold in the 100 and the 200. She also anchors the 4x100 silver. That race stunned me because heart Girls won it. And I went, Who? yeah they, what they have some relays man
1: you go hey we cover heart right i go did they do anything
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was impressed <laughs> i really really was that 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 stunned me but no, anna like, hudson yeah. is you know we talk about effortless uh, uh abilities to run that's exactly what she's got she's effortless and
1: i don't think she's been completely healthy this year i but she's getting there and, and you see it right i mean when she runs and he, and I knew she was going to be a beast coming into this race. How You know, you talk about some great individuals in 1A, and that's where we you got to see. You got to see her. You got to see Goodman. And then I want you to talk about, here in a minute, I want you to talk about Braxton Etheridge from, <laughs> from Spring Lakers because this dude's another level.
0: Yeah, he he definitely is. And, we'll, and you know, we'll get there here in just a second. Uh, talk about, uh, it kind of surprised me, Brenna Francis, Dustin Bryant. So, Brenna from Silverton, right. Dustin from Will Dorado. They both get gold in the long and the triple jump. How many meets do you see that at the regional where the same human being gets it on both the boys' and the girls' side? That, that is unusual in my opinion – both of those really impressive. I think Dustin has a good shot at the Golden yeah. State.
1: I think Dustin got a couple of state medals last year. So going back and trying to defend a couple, that's awesome to see. Good for him.
0: It, it is. You talked about Braxton Etheridge, and, and it amazed me. Him and Blake Beard I thought were really impressive in this meet.
1: Blake Beard also a state champion. Or silver medalist, I think silver medalist last
0: year. Right, You're yeah. right. You know, the, the curly-headed guy from a valley. Uh, man, his hair, but it just kills me. It is all over the is place. all over the place? It is all over the place. But he can outrun. We talked about Etheridge and this is what amazing when we talk about running uh, uh, meets in, in events back to back. So Braxton wins the 110 meter hurdles, holds off Deflon Flemons from Paducah, who's an impressive athlete as well.
1: He's got to be related. He's a lineage guy. He, he's a
0: lineage guy. Will
1: Flemons, right has to be.
0: Exactly. So Etheridge wins that. He walks the length of the track back down, watches the girls, watches Anna Hudson win the 100 meter dash, and he lines up and wins the hundred meter dash, and it, I'm like, really?
1: That was impressive to me. How do you go run the one ten hurdles, turn around, and run the run the hundred? <laughs> what was his time?
0: His time in the hundred uh, meter uh, dash was 11 two two.
1: Not bad when you just got through running the hundred. I mean, the one ten hurdles where he probably went what
0: 14? 7 seven two. Yeah, wow. Uh, that Unreal. was impressive. And then he finishes up the track meet, uh, winning the three hundred meter hurdles uh, in impressive fashion. Goes under forty seconds in that. That was he, that. he
1: went sub 40 in the 300?
0: Yeah. That, that was impressive. And then I talk about Blake Beard. So he takes in. He anchors their 4-by-200-meter relay. I watch him go get a drink of water. He comes right back to the starting line and runs – the 400 meter dash and finishes second in what was an extremely competitive race wow that's hard to do too that's
1: extreme well (laughs) these dudes are going back to back that's that's unbelievable
0: it was it was so he was impressive there of course tatum goodman oh my gosh she's at a totally different level she she wins the mile and the next closest competitor was 20 seconds behind her
1: no doubt where all did she qualify in correct
0: so she qualified in the in the four hundred, the eight hundred, and the mile. Wow! She runs the four hundred. She's got to be running the four hundred just to. That's
1: got to be a training thing.
0: It's got to be right. because she got silver. It's probably the only silver she's ever won in the state of Texas. I bet she probably didn't that, even know yeah, what to do with it. Threw that away. <laughs> what silver? I, I don't get these.
1: <laughs> what is that? No, I heard she's on a training regiment like you know, for college. So I bet you that's what that's part of that. Yeah,
0: she, she's fun. Just you watch her run, and it's it is the same speed the second she starts, and and it never stops. And she was the. I mean, I could hear people from behind me like from Paducah and different towns are they're like they're cheering her on because it's so cool to yeah. watch. She's it, it,
1: she's one of those. And you, you remember Jake Merrill? You remember what Jake Merrill would do from Valley? How he would just enamor the crowd. I mean, just yes. take over the crowd. Same and, thing. And, oh yeah, it's, same it's, it's awesome. exact. When you get thing. one of those you just just basking it, man.
0: Exactly. So, State Track Meet coming up in just a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, we'll have all the coverage for you on that one from Austin. Uh, last final news and notes, softball playoffs get started. Amarillo High, Randall pick up victories.
1: Quick note on Emerald High, only the second time in program history, I think the first time since 2000, 2007, wow. they've gotten out about, I know. As impressive
0: as Emerald High girls' uh, program, sports are, right? yeah. Yeah. To to do that, that is an impressive Ty Hoobler is
1: really doing a great job. And it wasn't easy. They had to go to 11 innings to get that thing done in game three against a four-seed Coronado.
0: Now, that is impressive. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, District 4 4 A Canyon, Dumas, Pampa all win.
1: Dumas beats the district champion in Big Spring Canyon. Got beat game one, had to survive. It Trust me, comeback.
0: I was looking at the scores going, what in the heck is going on?
1: I called Styler. I was like, I knew Nicole should have stayed. <laughs> but, and, uh, but he said – Nicole would have lost that game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that is great. And then in a, yeah. uh, 3A, uh, Bushland, River Road, both pick up victories. So all those teams moving on to the area yeah, round of the and playoffs. Class
1: 2A also had a really good week. Uh, Clarendon won, Sunray won, so they're moving on. So congrats to them. Fritch had a bye, yeah, so they'll still be playing. So very strong still in 2A. Bushland didn't, you know, 4-0, 9-0. A little closer scores than I thought. Probably just trying to get out of there.
0: Yeah, probably. Get to the next round. Probably. River
1: Road, though. Really good weekend for River Road. I mean, they, it was the first time they got out of by district since 2018. Then the baseball playoffs start this coming Friday, Saturday. Emerald High secured second meeting Tesco at Hodgetown on a gorgeous Friday night. Brock Wade went uh, two doubles, uh, four RBIs in that game. I was out there, great crowd. I love that they play at Hodgetown. That's that's pretty fun.
0: I think it is really cool that Hodgetown makes that facility that available to people. I agree. Because I was afraid he was going to go in there and no, you're not touching the floor. You, yeah. you just can't get in here.
1: Amarillo College is going to have the best recruiting tool.
0: Oh, they are.
1: Playing playing at that facility. Yeah. And Randall's a district champion. I think they get Monterey. I'll have pairings for Hill Wednesday. Lee's doing those. I'm going to put that on Lee.
0: Yeah, and one, one last note for you in baseball uh, it is at the Class A level, but Nas beats Claude 1 nothing. Trent Gerber, who retired from tennis after 17 <laughs> years, he's now in his 17th year in baseball, goes seven innings, 17 strikeouts. A
1: strikeout for every season he's played high school baseball. There you go. Hey, see? We, we knew go. we could bring it back around to 17. No. 17, that's impressive.
0: Ho. <laughs> I, I don't care what level it is, it, that, that is not easy to do to strike no. out 17 batters, so uh, kudos to him. Did
1: you get any hell at your house yesterday, by the way? Man,
0: I did not. In fact, I, I barely got a, a breath of rain, and, and as I was driving into work this morning, I was like, okay, here's where the rain started. It was dry in Canyon.
1: Wow. Okay, I was wondering because I saw the hail in Hereford. I got some oh. good rain. I didn't get any hail at the house. I just got some rain.
0: Man, some of that hail over in Hereford and Laz Buddy was flat out just brutal. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us here on the Press Pass. This was the Monday, May 2nd edition, episode 364. want to thank our fine sponsors including SKP Creative, the Make-Go Shopping Center, All Red Security Insurance, AC, Emerald National Bank, Bobby Duby Motors, Drill and Fundraising, Kids, Inc., Wellington State Bank, Madman Mentality with the Butcher Brothers, Renee Butcher over at Edward Jones, BSA Care Express Urgent Care, Wilson and Hague certified public accountants, Andrews Brothers Roofing the Canyon State Company, Texas Dodge, First United Bank, Sandler Chapman, Howard Insurance Agency, the Furman family of companies, including Furman Land Surveyors, Geodata Spatial, the Depot, Storage Solutions Center, the Red Box, Fat Boys Family Barbecue, and the Hot Dog Hut, and our title sponsor, Bar 3, Sports Bar and Grill. For our special guest, playing a little Philadelphia Freedom for him, that is Brennan Hassen, the uh, star guard over at High, talking about his decision to stay at Villanova. For the award-winning, creative, and effervescent Kale Steed, I'm Craig Spear with the Happy Sports Network. We'll see you on Thursday.